for tuning in. Please like, turn on notifications, subscribe, or share. Want to be a guest? Email podcast at tricountyareachamber.com. Good afternoon, everyone. As we start every show, please take a look at the mission and vision partners that we are very uh, honored to be able to recognize. These 16 companies have been supporting us since January, providing their financial support, enabling the Tri-County Area Chamber of Commerce to continue to do our good work uh, in following our mission and vision and providing programs and services to our over 400 members. Again, they are uh, great partners with us, uh, board members, uh, community supporters, some of them probably support uh, some of you that are watching uh, and their organizations and uh, just great to have them uh, be part of this organization and helping us. So again, just a special thank you to our mission and vision partners for 2021. Good afternoon, everybody. I'm Eileen Dautrick. I'm president of the Tri-County Area Chamber of Commerce, and uh, this is going to be my From the President's Desk segment. I would like to share with everyone just an update. Uh, it's incredible to think that we are already through season five of Chamber Chat Live. Uh, this Chamber Chat program has progressed so much and we are so excited to continue to look at the program, seek new opportunities and figure out how this medium can best serve our membership. So we are going to take a pause for the month of April, and we're going to go on a little hiatus, uh, spend some time in April working on just where we want the program to go, what's next uh, for Chamber Chat Live. So today will actually be our last show of season five, uh, end of the month. So uh, we will have one more show on April 7th, so I'm going back on my word. Uh, Bill Vitiello and I, Bill is our normal host, uh, and myself are going to do a show uh, regarding the Chamber's new website. We redesigned our website, it goes live tomorrow, and we are going to do a show to just kind of highlight some of those things uh, that are new and uh, opportunities for our members as well as community members visiting our site. So, to get us started, as you know, uh, we've been spending March uh, with myself and typically Danielle hosting uh, the show, but Danielle's uh, up to her eyeballs in getting ready for the launch of the new website tomorrow. So, uh, I'm going to be doing today's show. Uh, again, this is finishing out Women's History Month, so we've been focusing on women business owners uh, in our uh, membership. So. With that, I would like to introduce today's guest. Uh, we, today we have with us Christy Gage of Gage Personnel. Hi, Christy. Hi, how are you? I'm good, how are you? Good, thanks so much for having me today. I, thank you for coming on. We're uh, excited for the opportunity as uh, has been shared with you and we share on our shows. Uh, great opportunity for our chamber members just to share their story. So we're happy you're taking advantage of this opportunity and hopefully we can introduce some new individuals uh, to Gage and your services. Be wonderful, thank you. So I uh, know from your website, uh, you are a 30 plus uh, year old company. So can you give us a little history about Gage personnel? 
Sure. Yeah. This year, uh, as a matter of fact, we're proud to be celebrating our 35th year in business. Uh, so it's interesting to say that when I also tell people in the same breath, I'm the third generation. <laughs> How did that happen? You know, um, so the history behind it. And yes, we are a women owned business. So we're super proud of that. My grandmother started the business, but she started it at the age of 65. Um, wow. Yeah. And that was when staffing firms were really becoming popular. She had actually worked for a national brand called Manpower. Most people are familiar with Manpower. Um, and she had lost her job and her being, you know, the feisty person that she was, she said, I can do this. And she started her own business and it started in downtown Reading um, as Gage Handy Services. Uh, at that time, she focused on, you know, office placements primarily, but the business grew and it grew quickly. And that's when the second generation jumped in to help, which happened to be my mother, Gwen Gage. So Donna Gage founded the business. Gwen Gage, who was her daughter-in-law, jumped into the business um, thinking she was just gonna help temporarily until, you know, until she wasn't needed any longer. She, at the time when she was raising myself and my sister, who was maybe only one and two years old at the time, but she never left. And Gwen started really developing the business into what it is today. Um, five years later, Bill, my dad, joined the business in 1990. Um, and they ran the show. And then I finally jumped into the business after taking a pivot after college. I went and worked for a city municipality in HR. I was able to utilize my bilingual skills. Um, I jumped into risk and safety with my insurance license. So I, I had a couple different career plans, but what I really wanted to was be able to impact the community, work with people. And my path led me here because what better way to work with people and the community than working for our family staffing firm. So that's a little bit of the history um, and here we are 35 years later. I've been here full-time since 2008, but I did do um, evening work where I had my other career since 2006. So it's been fun. Wow, that's, that's a big history. So I have to ask you because I always find it interesting and we actually did a session here uh, with some of our chamber members a couple years ago, sort of a round table. You know, what the dynamics of a family owned business you know i i think the quote i've heard before is you know you go from working and then you know whatever issues may produce themselves and then you have to get around all get around the thanksgiving table you know so yes. what challenges does that present and how have you uh, coped with those over the years that's a very good question and we've definitely had our ups and downs um <laughs> I, I will say I wasn't fully prepared for working in the family business and what it would mean and not even understanding that I would be then working 24 seven because you just can't turn it off. Um, but I, I do a really good job of trying to shut it down when, you know, we're at the holiday holidays sitting around the family table. Um, but I think where we've come to kind of grow together as a family and as a core leadership team is I have emerged as the realist. Gwen will be the ever optimist and Bill is the pessimist. So we kind of balance each other out in a way, um, but we definitely all have different view viewpoints, ways of leading the company. Um, and you know, the more that I was able to earn their trust and our team's trust over the years, um, you know, it's become a lot easier. And I think that was the biggest challenge, or maybe that's my biggest advice to the family, family-run businesses, to the, you know, older generation and the younger generation. Just learn to trust one another, um, ask questions, be transparent. Um, and we started asking ourselves question, questions every year um, just to make sure we're all still on the same page. So we just revisit it frequently. And uh, if not, if not 
weekly. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> Understood. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, I, I think staffing and just, uh, you know, that area means a lot of different things to a lot of different people. So what are Gage's typical services that you provide? Sure. And I will I will say our business has evolved over time and continues to evolve with the market. We know that the market right now is very interesting. Um, so primarily over the years, our core business has been manufacturing here in the local area, Berks County. We're surrounded by more than 500 manufacturers and it's such a strong part of our region. Um, and then of course we do have our office professional division and there's a lot of people that don't realize that we do that. So that is a growing, that's probably our fastest growing division right now. Um, so it's administrative, clerical, professional, executive search, we do it all. Um, and we're really gaining some, some work there in various industries um, and we do have a lead in that division as well, our Gage Professionals Division. Um, we do have four official divisions. We do have our Gage Staffing, which is more of the temp work, the manufacturing that I'm referring to. Gage Professionals Division is what I was just referring to as our office placements and executive placements. Um, we also do offer a recruitment process outsourcing and consulting division, which we may be able to assist HR professionals that are already hiring on their own just take some of that busy work off their plates. Okay. Um, we have our skilled trades division where we're doing a lot of direct hire placements there as well. Um, maintenance, mechanics, supervisory, all of that. And then we have our hospitality division. Of course, that's taking a hit with the market too right now. Sure, um, sure. But when events you know, start happening again, we're, we're on standby. Um, so yeah, we've really branched out and uh, are doing great. Our team's doing great trying to maintain all the divisions and uh, we're just waiting for another shift in the market. There's tons of jobs. We just you know, want to connect people with them, so. So yes, and I know there are tons of jobs and I'll talk, I have a question about that in a moment, but how has the virtual world impacted what you do? Yes, so that was interesting. Um, March of last year, we were deemed a non-essential business, which I think took, you know, everybody was being taken by surprise by what was going on. I can't believe it's been a whole year since the I pandemic know. started. <laughs> um, but being, being deemed a non-essential employer, when in fact we are placing essential employees with you know, large manufacturers, large corporations that have, you know, the folks working for them, you know, government approved, but we were told we had to close our doors. Um, so overnight, we were able to get our staff hooked up. We have a wonderful IT team that we work with. Um, we got our staff hooked up to work from home. We did have several of our employees still having to come in and run payroll because, you know, number one, we want to take care of our employees and make sure they get paid. Um, so we made it work, but we also, you know, as, as difficult as it was at the time, it forced us to make some much needed changes that we had just kept putting off, um, including our online application. Why did it take so long? It just took, you know, a pandemic emergency to get it going. So it's really helped us to streamline quite a bit. Um, we've become very efficient um, with regard to that. And, you know, it's forced us to do more creative things. Uh, we were probably amongst the first businesses to do the curbside and pop-up job fairs. We got back in the office as soon as we could. Um, we're here now. I know a lot of people are still working from home. We have a couple of pop-up tents, so people can look for us all over town 
town, whether it's, you know, downtown in the city or in front of large employers that we partner with. We work with a lot of great companies that most people that are listening, you probably already know their names and their brands. And, you know, we're here to just help you get your foot in the door. We're not going to slow down what we are doing just because of what's going on on around us. Um, we will continue to do things safely and, uh, and keep things moving. Yeah, so I definitely think it's, you know, one of the things that I've told uh, people and talking with them, you know, going through the pandemic, coming out of the pandemic, you know, the, the one thing that's been so motivating for me is to watch our small businesses pivot and to really just figure out what they needed to do. And those that really have an entrepreneurial spirit, uh, you know, and have been run uh, over the years or started through that entrepreneurial entrepreneurial spirit have really just run you know they've rolled with the punches and they have figured it out and you know so kudos to you you know uh on doing that and doing what you know you needed to do not only for your employees that work for gauge specifically and the services you provide but all those that you're providing services to outside of uh you know through employment either on the job seeker side or the employer side so uh, big question, you mentioned the job market, uh, very, very strange right now. A lot of people out there, some people not seeking work. Uh, you know, there's that big unemployment question, you know, that hangs out there. So what industries, you know, if people are looking and are listening to today's show, where are the jobs uh, most needed? Sure. And I'll kind of answer that in two parts. So I think the interesting part, and you'll hear me focus on Berks County a lot. That's where our corporate mm -hmm. office is based. Right. We do have additional offices in, in Lancaster County, um, and we do a lot of our professional recruitment as well in the Tri-County area. So we're definitely, um, you know, throughout the region. The biggest push right now, I mean, I, I'm seeing manufacturers hiring uh, rapidly and the pay rates are increasing rapidly just because there's so much competition in the market. Um, what, th what they're trying to do is create that sustainable workforce that will help the companies be successful, remain successful and stay here in our communities. Um, but at the same time, I'm finding so many other businesses beginning to add on to, you know, their HR talent because talent acquisition is, is a hot topic right now. So they're building their team strategically. They're building their marketing teams to try to get word out and make themselves, you know, present to the community as a premier employer. That's so important right now, because the truth of the matter is even right here in Berks, there's more than 15,000 unemployed people, um, how can we get them off the bench and able to get back to work? And there's various reasons. People can't get to work because childcare has been an issue with schools still virtual in most cases. Um, there's the federal unemployment wages. If a job's not gonna pay enough, it might make more sense for them to wait a little while longer. Um, they might be in a career already and not ready to make a change unless they know, you know that the employer really is going to offer better pay, better benefits, better culture. Um, so those are three hot topics right now for almost every single employer. Um, and you know, as I mentioned earlier, we have jobs galore. We have great jobs. People can pretty much come and take their pick. Um, the biggest thing that I would hope to accomplish today through just conversation is we're not just a temp agency and that's the stigma that we try to break and need to break. We are literally a connector. We can be that catalyst to help job seekers get their foot in the door. They can essentially interview employers through us at no fee. We literally just let them know what the job's about, what the company's about, get them connected. 
If they like it, fantastic. If they don't, they walk away, no strings attached. Um, so that's the biggest thing I'd love to help people understand. We can do the temp project work, of course. We do the temp to hire. That's a big thing. You can try out the company and the company can try you out. But we do a lot more direct hire now more than ever because employers know they have to get people in their door and retain them. So does that answer your question in a roundabout way? <laughs> No, it does. And I think, you know, two things there, you know, on the job seeker side, I think it's, you know, beneficial for some uh, individuals to work with an organization like yours, because, you know, you mentioned the connector, and that's how we define ourselves, you know, as a chamber of commerce. And it truly, you know, again, we will always um, state that it's about the relationships. It's not about the sale. It's about the relationships that you're able to build through an organization like ours uh, or other organizations similar to us, you know, and I think that's what you offer to the job seekers. You've already built those relationships with those employers, you know, so it's not just trying out, you know, filling out every, you know, piece of, uh, you know, whether it's Indeed or Glassdoor, you know, whatever those uh, websites are, you know, if you can go to a starting point where they already have relationships, they know what those companies are looking for, you know, that's a, a huge advantage to those uh, individuals, you know, and on the flip side, you know, it's, I would imagine a huge time saver, you know, you just mentioned the pieces or the, the steps that you can complete in the hiring process. You know, I know from personal experience, hiring is, it's a lot, it's time consuming, especially, you know, we're a small office, uh, you know, I have many jobs that I'm, or many hats I'm supposed to wear. Uh, HR is one of them, and I do not consider myself overly qualified in that area. So, you know, I think that is huge for an employer to also recognize, you know, so on the business side of things, we're obviously a business organization. We hope businesses are listening today. You know, what would be your guide for them, you know, as a first step to maybe looking at turning over those responsibilities to an organization like yours? Sure. Um, yeah, first and foremost, I, I would let the employers know that even if they just need to bounce thoughts or ideas off of a staffing firm like ours, and notice I said staffing firm and not temp agency. <laughs> We're a staffing firm and we do it all. We are, we are a partner. We're a true partner with essentially boots on the ground. We're meeting the candidates first and foremost. We're talking to people about what their wants and needs are. Um, and we're able to deliver that direct and candid feedback back to the employers themselves. Um, oftentimes they may not hear from, you know, why aren't you applying with our company? They don't know. They're just not getting the applicants. If they are, they're not having people show up. Um, so there's definitely a, a, a benefit to having someone like us on your side that can deliver that feedback. And sometimes it's great feedback. Sometimes it's not so pretty, um, but it helps helps you as an employer understand where you might, you know, line up with other employers in our community um, and not just in our community across the country. I, I'm getting tons of feedback from partnerships that we are in. Um, we're in TEPNET, it's the National Staffing Association, American Staffing Association, um, amongst other things. Uh, we're getting that feedback that every single employer across the country is seeing the same challenges right now. So it's also sometimes nice to know that it's not just you. Right. <laughs> yeah. No, that's a great point. You know, it's again, that industry perspective. And that's something that, you know, again, an employer wearing multiple hats is not getting that, that type of data or information, you know, that working with a group like yours, you know, can provide. Mm -hmm. So, 
in that work that you do, what is the most rewarding thing? You know, what is the thing that you like the most about coming to work every day? It's, it's the people. I, we wouldn't be doing this. I wouldn't be doing this if it wasn't for the people. It's, it's why I jumped in with both feet into the to the business in the in the recruiting world, um, getting involved with the community, the employees. It's just it's such a rewarding career. It really is. It has it has its pitfalls when people don't go to work. You know, you wonder what am I doing wrong. But at the <laughs> same time, we have to celebrate our successes and just keep connecting people because at the end of the day, the big picture is we're creating a more sustainable community by creating a sustainable workforce and keeping our employers here and not shipping jobs, you know, outside of our community, outside of our state, outside of our country. So our work is important. That is great. And I appreciate uh, that information. We're coming up on the end of our um, show. So let's share your contact information. I know Drew's been putting your website and has brought your website up and has it uh, flashing across the bottom of the screen. How else can people who are interested either on the job seeker or the employer side find you? Sure, um, for job seekers, um, you can certainly um, email your resume to us. We won't make you go through the whole you know, application process unless you are interested. You can email us at jobs at gagepersonnel.com and in the headline simply you know, share what sort of work you're looking for. We'll get you connected with the appropriate recruiter in one of our divisions. So either the office professional, executive search, skilled trades, manufacturing, light industrial, or other. Um, you can also call or text us. So that's 610-376-1771. Um, our website, you can just go on our on our job board. We've got that. If you click there, search jobs now, it would show you the jobs in all the regions. It gives you an idea of what we can do. But we have so many jobs, we're not updating that daily. It's more of uh, if you wanna know what's hot, you better email us. Um, for employers and job seekers, if you want to reach out to me directly, I'll certainly give you my, my work email address. It is k.gage at gagepersonnel.com. Um, and uh, I'd be happy to help you, especially for those, those job seekers that are looking for a confidential search. Um, I'm happy to work with you directly and just make sure, make sure you're more comfortable with the process. Um, and employers, if you just want to test the waters and see what's out there, I'm happy to have a side conversation with you too. Um, again, no strings attached. We're just literally here to try and help. And, and hopefully we come out of this, this crazy time soon and get people back to work safely and swiftly. Well, and again, you know, Fortunately, unfortunately, you know, the timing of your show is uh, very appropriate. You know, we are in strange times, you know, right now. Uh, we continue to hear from members, you know, they're, they're looking to hire, you know, they're struggling to hire, you know, so whatever we can do to try and partner those open jobs with the people who, you know, are really needing them and want them, uh, you know, we want to do. So I hope uh, we get some outreach from people who are watching today's show uh, or that see it, you know, uh, further in some of the posts that we do, you know, and reach out and, uh, you know, look for your services. So thank you so much for being with us today. Uh, I appreciate your time and sharing your story. Uh, we wish you continued success. Uh, thank you. And again, uh, thank you to Christy for coming on today and sharing uh, the Gage story. Thank you. Great to see you. Just one more thank you to our 2021 Mission and Vision Partners. Uh, and we look forward to our next show on April 7th. Thank you for tuning in. 
Please like, turn on notifications, subscribe, or share. Want to be a guest? Email podcast at tricountyareachamber.com.